Hello and welcome to the Walking Free Podcast. I'm going to be your host today, Pastor Ross Knight. And today I have with me, my guest is Sergi Miles. Uh, Sergi, would you just share a couple words about yourself? Sure, no problem. Uh, So I'm currently a senior at Appalachian State University where I'm studying mathematics. Um, But I'm from uh, Wilkesboro in Wilkes County where my family is. Um, But uh, yeah, I've been attending the Boone Life Fellowship SDA Church here for the last uh, three years now. It's been a good time. All right. Well, wonderful. Um, Today, our topic is about church engagement and church involvement. And specifically, we're going to be talking about uh, how that relates to young adults, as in uh, how to engage young adults and also our involvement in the church as well. Sometimes that can be a difficulty. And First off, you know, you mentioned you've been attending this church for quite some time, uh, Boone New Life Fellowship, and uh, do you feel like you are engaged enough at church? Now, don't feel like you have to qualify your answers because <laughs> I am actually the pastor of this church, but uh, do you feel like you are engaged enough, even, even at this church or just growing up in multiple churches that you've attended? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, especially the last few years, uh, now that I've I mean, I haven't been in the kid classrooms anymore, so I've been in the young adult classes uh, here at the church. But for me in particular, I've had a fantastic opportunity uh, to be a part of the staff in the for the Pathfinder Club here in Boone. And it's just been a wonderful chance for me to, I mean, not only spend time with fellow believers, but to also um, spend some time uh, teaching and also talking with some of the younger kids. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's wonderful. And, you know, as the second you it seems like the second you walked into this church, uh, you've been uh, pretty involved. <laughs> um, now, do you think there's any sort of relation between being engaged in church and being involved in church? And I want to let me identify what I mean by those things. Engaged, meaning you're getting something from uh, attending church and being a part of it. You're getting something as you come to the to, to church for worship and, and other reasons. Um, and then involvement, meaning you're actively either participating or leading out in something. Do you feel like there's any sort of a, um, is, do you think there's anything that uh, is bringing those things together, basically? Hmm. Well, I know, at least for me personally, uh, at the time that I've been at the church, I certainly like feel that I'm closer with the members when I do spend time with them outside of the regular service. Um, when I do spend time hiking or camping or wh- whatever the situation might, may be, um, I'm able to better develop like actual friendships and relationships. And then that further um, enhances the actual worship during church while, while I'm here. Um, well, I mean, I will say that I think I have talked to some people where um, sometimes the service is enough for them and, that's, that's, and they're happy with that. Um, but I also know that in my own personal life that when I have gone to church and that's all I did, that I felt less of a connection, for, at least for me personally. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that being involved in the church has helped you stay engaged in the church. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because I've talked to some people who, you know, when you try and talk, and this is, you know, whatever generation you're from, whether you're a young adult or whether you are older, right. um, uh, people tell me that, you know, well, I'm not sure I want to be involved in in that church because I'm not really getting much from that church to begin mm. with. Have you ever mm. seen that sort of thing happen right. before? Right, no, for sure. I mean, if I think people have to feel like that they share something in common with the people who are there at the church that they can do fun things together 
out, outside of um, the regular services. And if they don't feel like there's that more human one-on-one -on -one connection, then um, I think for a lot of people, then they go elsewhere and they try to find something that they feel more connected to. Sure. One of the things that uh, other people your age have talked to me about before, too, is that, you know, they'd like to be involved. They really would like to be involved, but they don't really feel like there is the opportunity to. Mm. For instance, you know, you walk into a church and it feels like, okay, well, you've got enough Sabbath school teachers. You've got someone preaching. You've got um, people, you know, heading up the different departments and you're wondering, well, where do I fit in? What do, what could I really offer? Have you ever had any struggles with that, like actually getting involved in the church? Oh, for sure. Um, I've not experienced it as much at this church in particular, um, but at other churches that I've been a member of in the past where me or some of my friends, you know, wanted to do something, whether it was just maybe it was something small like helping out with VBS or leading little groups around during VBS to try to help um, organize everything. Um, I have encountered some situations where elders of the church, and I mean, not not to not to um, knock against the Adventist Church. I've grown up in the Adventist Church, um, but there are there have been times when I've encountered um, elders in the church who felt that um, we were too young to really take on any positions or to really um, help in that respect, and that it would be better for us to wait until we're older and have some more experience. Sure. You know, and I think sometimes when they're coming from that perspective, at least this has been my experience, mm -hmm. oftentimes I think they're thinking they're doing the young people a service by saying, well, it's not that we don't want them involved. It's that we just want to be able to give them a little bit of extra training mm -hmm. uh, before they, you know, either take on a role or, or, or this and that. But my experience has also been that when we say no and when we say, you know, well, right now what you have to offer isn't quite what we're isn't quite there. We want to see you grow up a little bit before. You know, when I see that happening and we give that initial no, it kind of makes me feel like, you know, well, when when it, when are they ready to be? You know, when I think when we give people opportunities to grow and handle, a, you maybe say like a smaller responsibility that you it's the same principle of the Bible is that if you will take that small responsibility, then you'll get larger and larger responsibilities and. Um, I what I've noticed is that uh, when young people get excited about something and are actively working on it, that's probably one going to be one of your most successful uh, ministries that the church has to offer. Um, so, mm. first off, let me ask you another question, uh, and this kind of uh, goes along a little bit along the lines of what we've already discussed. But why do you think it is important for young people to be involved in the church? Sure. Um, well, I, especially uh, in my particular case, just because I've been attending a public university, so in my own personal day-to-day -day life, I oftentimes, you know, don't um, don't encounter uh, fellow believers who, I mean, believe in keeping the Sabbath um, or other things. And I mean, they, it can certainly be. I mean, it's very easy that if you don't have connections within the Adventist Church, that it, it becomes a harder thing to attend if you maybe you just don't feel like you belong or. And then you're you're surrounded by people day by day who don't believe what you believe, and it's just easier to fall in the crowd with them. Um, so I mean, I it's certainly I think it's certainly important to be able to find that that connection, to find that involvement, so you feel like you're a part of something, that you're doing something important, and that you can build more relationships and friendships that way. 
Sure. I've heard some people tell me that, well, I, you know, right now, like for instance, you're a college student. I know your time is busy uh, <laughs> studying and, and I know you work in the dormitory and everything like that. For sure. <laughs> I know, I know you're busy, but at the same time, uh, I've, I've hear people and they tell me, well, I just don't know that I have time right now. Maybe when mm. I'm graduated and I'm, and I'm, uh, I've got all that, you know, my, my academics out of the way when I'm graduated, maybe I'm settled down a little bit, then I'll be able to, you yeah. know, have more time and give back. <laughs> well, it's funny because, you know, I, I think I had those exact same attitudes and then I graduated and then it's like, oh, wow, I have way less time than I even had uh, before. So uh, do you think it has anything to do with uh, prioritizing at all? Oh, certainly, certainly true. I mean, I think, I think there are many people or especially among young adults who are attending college or they're busy with whatever's going on in their lives. I think there's a lot of these people who um, aren't attending church through no fault of the church, but just because of their own personal decision that is just not important to them at that point in their life. And that just becomes something that they have to decide for themselves. And that's, that's, I mean, that's not, that's not something that the church did wrong. It was just something where that individual uh, for whatever reason, didn't feel like it was important to them. So yeah, priorities are certainly important. And uh, I mean, based on those priorities, you just, wherever you are, you have to be willing to at least try and see what works out. And then wherever you end up is hopefully a good fit. What keeps you uh, prioritizing church involvement, uh, you know, even when you find yourself so busy? Um, I think that has just been more like a... Um, a personal decision of my own because I, I mean I've I've grown up a Seventh Day Adventist, um, but I mean more than that it's it's one thing to attend church and to go to the Bible studies and to go to the Bible classes, um, but there has to be there has to come some point in your life uh, when studying the Bible is something you personally want to do on your own time. It's something you personally believe and you want to come to your own decisions about it. And when that happens and it is something that is more personal to you and it's not because you're being told to believe it, then at that point, it does become more important for yourself if you really do believe in it that you want to uh, spend more time with it. Sure. Now, uh, help, help me understand something, okay? And, and this is for our listeners as well that might find themselves in a similar situation. Maybe they went off to college somewhere and, you know, you've got a small local church. Maybe it's more elderly or maybe it's more, you know, it doesn't really offer much of a youth program or anything. Um, what would be your advice to be able to say they have a desire to get involved, but they don't know how? What would be your advice to them as to how to get involved with their local church? Sure. Um, I think at that point in time, it'd, it'd be a matter of trying to find out, okay, well, maybe maybe there aren't a lot of young people at the particular church, but if you can find out what events the church is involved in, then it may be something you're interested in doing as well. Um, and if it is, then a lot of times, um, I mean, some of my favorite relationships here at the church have been with those who are older than me. Um, they're oftentimes, I, I find, can be a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, but on the other hand, if you are wanting to find more young people, it could be that there are others in the community um, who are either curious or believe the same way and they just don't know about the church. And in which case, it's just a matter of trying to find those people, either um, maybe trying to find them online or if you're at a public university, maybe there's a club, a local club there at the university uh, that'll be connected to the church. Or you could start your own. Or you can even, yeah, you can even start your own club if one doesn't exist yet. And then new students can show up and if they're interested, then you can start growing a, um, a youth group there. 
the reason I ask you that, Sergio, and you can probably you probably deduce this is that you know <laughs> uh, a few a few years ago here, this church did not have much of a young adult or they That's had true. they had a, they had a bit of a youth program, but not really one that was reaching the demographic of say you know eighteen to twenty five or eighteen to yeah. eighteen to thirty or so. They didn't really have anything. And over the, you know, what happens is, is that you have a few individuals walk in and see a felt need within the church. And then all of a sudden uh, you go downstairs for uh, Sabbath school where the young adults meet and there's not really too many places to sit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I've kind of observed and witnessed is that Sergi, watching you and, and others uh, participate in these things. You know, young people bring more young people. It's just we try. <laughs> it's just kind of a natural thing to me. At least what at least what I've observed is that people will go where there is something offered for uh, for young adults. And um, and you know the other thing is is that that these these uh, people that have been coming down and, and joining in, it's not even that uh, it's not even that it's like this big huge group, but. At the same point, uh, they are consistent and committed, and and all of and all of those things, and uh, so it's been really, really uh, neat to watch. Now, the other thing, uh, Sergi, I'll, I'll bring up as as we're kind of winding down. Uh, you know, I think it was here. It was if it wasn't your first sermon, it was at least one of your early <laughs> early sermons. You know, do you ever feel like you're too young to be able to even do like as big a thing as preaching a sermon? Uh, the first time I was asked, I certainly was like, wow, I'm like only 19 or something. Am I, am, should I really be trying to write something and step up on the pulpit? Um, and I mean, it's, it's one of those things that it wasn't something that I was personally looking to do. Uh, but once I, once you had approached me and talked to me about it and it was like, okay, well, I mean, here's this person who is a spiritual mentor and if if someone who is mentoring me or someone who um, I consider to be a friend is telling me I should try this, um, then, I mean, there's no harm in trying. And if it flops, then, okay, it's not your calling. <laughs> but it's it's certainly worth a try. And it's, I mean, it's been a growing experience for me just as I, um, of course, I've had my own uh, theological questions and it's been, a, it's offered me the opportunity to really, okay, I want to write about this or I want to talk about this. So let's I'm I'm just gonna start reading and see what I can find. Kind of goes back to that whole like if you if you're if you're struggling with something, then maybe you should teach it or preach it. But, right, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that particular sermon was great, and I know you're gonna be uh, preaching here again uh, soon. I know you're gonna do uh, do a great job. Um, so what what I uh, wanted to ask you to do next is just simply. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with any any listeners who might be in a similar uh, similar shoes to you as as wanting to get either engaged or more involved with the local church? And um, do you have any advice for that person? Sure, I would say. I mean, you really want to try to see if if you are at a public university or if you're just at, at any university, really, um, if you can find a club there that does belong or is associated with the Adventist Church. And if there isn't one, you can just start one. Uh, we actually just started one here at Appalachian State University. Um, it was last year we started. And we only had like three or four of us. There there was by no means a lot of us. Um, but just over the course of the last year or so, there's now a good 10 of us or so, give or take. Um, so, I mean, it, it's one of those things you just, you can start really small. And it, it'll be, it, of course, it's scary at first when you're first um, putting your club out there and trying to 
see if anyone is interested. But you just put it out there and see what happens, and people are going to be naturally drawn. They're going to be curious. Um, and you just go with it. Wonderful. Yeah, and, and just to say right off the bat is that uh, I would suggest to you that that particular ministry that you and, and, and others uh, began is one of our most effective evangelistic resources that our church has. And so, anyways, we want to definitely affirm you for that and thank you for that. Also, Sergi, thank you for, for coming on the podcast. I'll let you go now. Of but Thanks for having me. <laughs> absolutely. I'll, maybe I'll have you on again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. This has been, again, the Walking Free Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll see you again next time. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.